0: Recorded at the Running Age studio, you're listening to Venture Tabernacle. It's like venture capital, except that the investment is made in your soul. This is where America hangs out to talk about anything and everything from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Ty Hervey. Join me as we learn to view the world through the objective lens of the Bible. Welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Sermon. Last week, we saw the drama between Jesus and the Pharisees escalate as Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath and the Pharisees began their plot to kill him. If you missed it, the beauty of podcast is that you can always go back and listen to it. This week, we are continuing moving forward. We're looking at a short and broad summary of the gospel miracles Mark has recorded so far in his account of the life of Jesus. As Mark is writing his account, he takes a moment to pause and reflect on the immense amount of evidence for Christ we have already seen. As MacArthur says it, this is a still photo in the midst of our fast-moving gospel account. We have seen Jesus declared as the Son of God by Mark from the very beginning, Of the book in chapter 1, verse 1. And Mark authenticates this statement with a quote from the Old Testament prophet Isaiah in verse 2 and 3. Still in the first few verses of chapter 1, Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist, and the heavens are opened, and the Holy Spirit comes to rest on him, and God announces to the world that this is his beloved Son with whom he is well pleased. Christ has been tempted in the wilderness and stood strong. We see the beginning of his ministry in verse 14, and we see his authority over demons and unclean spirits demonstrated in chapter 1, verse 21 through 28, and verses 32 through 34, and verse 39. His authority over sickness and disease in verse 29 through 34, and verses 40 through 45. Mind you, all that Happen in just the first chapter of Mark's gospel account. And that's why I said this is the fast moving gospel account. Some people even call Mark the newspaper version of the gospel because of the brevity and speed of coverage. And in chapter 2, Jesus showed his power to forgive sins in verses 1 through 12, his unique position apart from the religion of their day in verses 18 through 22, and his lordship over the Sabbath the most holy of days created by God for his people, in verses 23 through chapter 3, verse 6. So much has already happened in just a few short chapters, enough that those who have heard these words are not without excuse, for they have experienced the gospel truth already. And that brings us to our text today, Mark chapter 3, verse 7 through 12. Let's read it together. And whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. And he strictly ordered them not to make him known. And what we see here is that Jesus has left the synagogue and is now ministering in the wilderness because of the sheer size of the crowds coming to see him, coming to be healed by his power. And these crowds were large enough that Jesus had to start planning logistics for his own safety and that of the disciples. And that's why Jesus told the disciples to prepare a boat for him. If you've ever been in a large crowd that has gotten out of control, you know that these are very real safety concerns. And these massive crowds had begun to gather because the news of this Messiah who could heal any disease had spread far and wide. And not only could he heal disease, Jesus also cast out untold vast numbers of demons who had been possessing the people of that area. And interestingly enough, we have already seen direct proclamation of the true identity of Jesus multiple times at this point, not made by man, but by demons. And every time a demon tries to speak up and reveal who Jesus is, they are silenced. And Jesus orders them not to speak, and the demons have no choice but to obey their Creator. And there is an interesting contrast that I want to draw here between the demon's relationship to Jesus and ours. And to see it, we have to turn all the way to the end of Mark in chapter 16, verse 15 and 16. I'll read it to you. It says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. These are the words spoken by Jesus to his disciples just before he returned to heaven in his glorified and resurrected body to sit at the right hand of God, where he awaits the day that he will return and gather his church into our reward. And Jesus commanded the demons to be silent when he cast them out. But he commanded us to speak, to speak of the wonders of Jesus to all who would listen, to those who have ears to hear and eyes to see the truth. You and I, we were created for far more than to just enjoy the blessings of fellowship with Jesus. We were created to be messengers who bring the good news of our Savior, Jesus Christ, into the world. Wherever we go, and wherever he sends us, this is the command. Proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. And that leads us into next week's topic, how Jesus used 12 ordinary men to change the world forever. You and I were part of that story even today, as God has chosen out of all creation, mankind, to be the vessel for his gospel truth. And that marks the end of this episode of the Venture Tabernacle podcast. We thank you so much for listening. We will see you same time, same place next week.